0: Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Colleen Meyer at Meyerman's LLC. We are a marketing, branding, and strategic planning organization here in sunny Southern California. And today I want to talk to you about five easy steps to grow your business. This is going to be our new series. This is the first step, which is conducting an analysis. Let's just jump right into it. I have customers tell me, Colleen, I don't understand what's going on with my business. I don't understand why it's not growing. I don't understand We used to have this many customers. Now we have these many customers. So it's down 10%. Customers aren't returning. We're not growing. What is happening? So we don't want to guess. We don't want to guess. How is guessing going to help your business? We want to conduct an analysis. We need to know what's happening in your business. And there's these two gentlemen, Clark and Estes, and they wrote a book called Turning Research into Results. And they say there is three different elements to look for when you're conducting an analysis in an organization. And one is the K, knowledge and skills, M, motivation, and O, organization. So it's a KMO model. So let's kind of peel back the onions a little bit and let's talk about the K, knowledge and skills. Now, a lot of times I go into business and I'll say, so how do you, are your employees trained? You know, do, what was their onboarding like? did you give them enough training did you touch base with them what did it look like and they'll say yeah they had, I gave them you know 2 hours of training or 1 hour of training or 2 days worth of training they understand what their job is then i go talk to the employee and they don't so we have to make sure that when we're training our employees that we're touching base with them so tell me what i just said to you tell me what my expectations of this particular job duty is and then they'll tell you what they think it is. And you can now you can get an understanding of whether or not, yes, they understand what's expected of them or no, they don't quite got it. So let's just go back at it again. And then there's also um, when they're first coming in the first 90 days. What I like to do when I'm an onboarding an employee is I do training, I onboard and then the first month we do training and it's not continuously training. So we have our onboarding process. We do some intense training, but then we spend the rest of the month kind of following up and making sure that that person feels comfortable, that they understand, and that they feel like I'm there to make them successful. And I do that again for month two and I do that again for month three. But each month that goes by, it's a little bit less, a little bit less. So it's not about being. I'm not talking about being heavy-handed and micromanaging somebody. I'm talking about making sure that they have the skills and the knowledge to do their job, and that they feel supported because you're working with them for the first three months to make them, and of course beyond. And that would be like if something happened, like you've got in a new procedure, or a new machinery. Of course, you want to continue to train the people. But we're talking about onboarding in the first three months. So invest in those people, invest in that time, and make sure. That those people have the knowledge and skills because I'll, I'll ask the owner, do you have the knowledge and skills? Yep. I asked the employee, they said nope. So making sure they understand their job, making sure they understand the policies and procedures of your company. You know, you're not going to be on your cell phone all day long. You know, I don't want you, you know, if you're, you know, if, if there's time to lean, there's time to clean. We can clean. So, but these things need to be inside of your policy. You know, no texting. You know, you know, you know, no smoking out in front of the building. We want you going the back of the building. So making sure that they understand these things because a lot of times business owners will come along and say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do I terminate this person? Do I right?" Well, did you train them? Did you tell them it wasn't okay? Did you tell them that these are the expectations of you? So you have to understand the knowledge and the skills of your people. And if you're not sure, ask them. Do a focus group do some surveys you can use surveys that go out anonymously you know through various um, apps that are out there programs that you can use so ask them how 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 do they feel about what's going on and also you know have a secret shopper come in and have a secret shopper you know kind of ask questions there's all kinds of ways you can get information on whether your employee is feeling comfortable and make observations you guys it's so simple, stand back and just watch. How are they doing their job? Do they look confident? Do they look, um, you know, that they feel like that this is, they got this. Do they feel um, confident when they're interacting with your customers? And if you see something that's not working, there's your problem, you know, solve it, fix it, have job aids, do some quick training, You know, have somebody buddy up with them and have a buddy system. So there's different ways, but if you don't analyze it, you can't see it. And then there's the M, motivation. Now, there's two types of motivation that I think of. One is you got your employee that's motivated. Yes, this is great. This is I love this place. I, I love my job. I love my customers. Those are the ones you want, right? But sometimes we have the ones that come in like that. But the old ones are like, this place is horrible. This owner and the customers are horrible. You're going to hate it here. Okay, those people are like cancer in your body. A Cancer in the body, you got to cut it out, right? You got to get rid of these people or you got to fix them. And and when I mean by fix them, I give them the opportunity to change. Give them the chance to make improvements. Put them on an action plan. Follow through. Follow up. Go over expectations. And if this continues to happen, then that's why I'm like, this person has to, you know, um, find a place that better fits their personality than your organization. Because I'm telling you, you think branding is, um, you know, sign on the wall, the color of your, 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 your color palette for your business. It's the look. Those are all true. But let me tell you, it's going to brand your business the faster than anything is your customer service. If your customer service is horrible, then you're not going to, it, it, it's, you know, people can destroy your business. So just make sure that they're doing great customer service. So what is their motivation? Are they motivated? If if they're they want to be there, but they're feeling, uh, you know, talk to them. Some people want to promote. And if they feel like there's no place to, to grow, then they get unmotivated. So there's all kinds of different things that people can, you can do that causes someone to be either motivated or unmotivated. And then, of the course, there is the O. Oh, let's talk about the O. The O is organization. What's your culture like? Okay, what is the culture? Is it a culture of positivity and, and openness and open communication, open door policy. You know, I I treat my employees well. I pay them well. You know, We have things set up, you know, so people can, you know, we have a complaint process that's set up. Or is it a culture of fear? You know, oh, I don't trust anybody. So they're, you know, they're going to go tell on me. You know, I work for a company that When you walk into the corporate office, it was so tense because everybody there was afraid and everybody there would go back, you know, because it's all about saving your skin. They would go tell this person did this because they're trying to get brownie points with that particular owner or that particular boss or that particular stakeholder. And what it's doing, it's tearing apart the, the, the infrastructure of your business. You can't run a successful business with that type of mentality. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. The good people are going to be like, I don't need this. And they're going to leave. And who are you going to be stuck with? That's right. The people that are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Okay. Not the top people, not the top skilled people. You're going to be stuck with the, um, the, the less skilled people. Let's just put it that way. So please work on your culture of your business. Are you targeting the correct customer? You know, I had this guy I was working with and I said, okay, tell me who your customer is. Everybody, no, 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 no. Your customer is not everybody. No, that's not true. So do a buyer persona, create a fictional character that represents your client and doing that by looking at who's my client, is it male or female? What percentage of each? What age group? Are they single people, family people? Who are they? What's their socioeconomics? What kind of hobbies do they have? What does that look like? And then you can create this buyer persona that represents who your customer is. And now you're able to better market them. And what, let's talk about marketing for a minute. So you find out who your buyer is. Now this is part of the organization, right? The O part. What does your marketing look like? Okay, are you doing social media posts? Are you doing pay-per-clicks? Are you doing email marketing? There's all kinds of different things you can be doing for marketing, but are you tracking it? What does that look like? Are you tracking it? What are the insights? Are you driving people? You know, are people clicking to your website, but nobody's buying? And you're not converting them into buyers. Why not? What's going on? So you need to look at that. So you're looking at your culture. You're looking at your marketing. Who's your customer? You're going to be looking at, is it easy for me? my customers to buy for me. So the other day I was on a website trying to get a uh, pizza ordered. They have it delivered. That, and it was a national brand. And it was so hard for me to get into, when I got into the, the pay, it kept booting me and booting me and booting me. And I'm like, okay, I'm frustrated. And I don't want this pizza anymore. This is ridiculous. This is a national brand company. And I can't get in to pay for my pizza and i've also had other problems with their site even just loading and showing you know their menu so you know it's like three strikes are out you guys you know i'm, I'm done with this I, I, i'm go somebody go to somewhere else and i can buy pizza somewhere else and, I, and make it not a hassle for me so is it easy to buy from you what's your website look like you know your checkout system if you're doing an e-commerce business so these are the things you kind of kind of have to start looking at and thinking about. So let's just quickly recap. Conducting analysis on your business. We're looking at KMO model, knowledge and skills of your employees. We're going to be looking at the motivation of your employees and also you and motivation too. And then your organization is your or what about your organization? You do need to change. Do you have a operations manual? So I was researching this company and working with them to see what what some of the issues are and they didn't have a operations manual. So remember an operations manual is a manual that talks about how you're going to operate your business. So these are the things that you need to look at. So next time we get together, we're going to be talking about Solution. So we found out what our problems are, and now we're going to create solutions. Okay, this. So we'll get that out to you tomorrow. And so this is Dr. Colleen Meyer, Meyer Meyerman's LLC, and this is the five easy steps to driving your business and growing your business. Thank you.